do you ever find that when you are traveling, you have a tendency to get sick sometimes, maybe a little bit more often than not? I used to feel this way every single time I traveled. And I was so obsessed about cleanliness and washing my hands every second and just really making sure that there was going to be no chance I was ever going to get sick. And (laughs) I, I used to be so paranoid. I don't know if you've ever thought that because you have type 1 diabetes or an autoimmune disease, it makes your immune system weaker because I used to believe this and I no longer believe this to be true at all, mostly just because I think that there's no, not any, any proof that I've found anyways that backs this statement up. It's just something that I thought because I had an autoimmune disease. So I've been doing so much to stay healthy and keep my immune system as strong as possible. And I have been traveling a lot actually since the end of 2019 into 2020. (laughs) What year is it? And I take, I don't know if you've ever heard of first form, but I take the multivitamins. They come in these really little cute packets that you can just throw in your bag when you are flying or when you're on the go. It makes it super easy because it has, I don't even, I can't even think off the top of my head, like which pills exactly are in it, but it has like five or six different um, pills like multivitamins. I know there is a CoQ10, there's um, like a greens vitamin, there's your um, like multivitamins, but I'm not going to list them off because I just, I don't want to be wrong <laughs> if I'm trying to give you exact. But if you want to check it out, you can get free shipping using my code. Just go to diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash products and it's called Microfactor. So that's what the little packet of pills is called. And honestly, ever since I started taking them in 2017, I have not had, and I'm going to just knock on wood real quick, but I have not had any major flu-like cold at all. So knock on wood. <laughs> but I I think that it's partly because I have been taking these vitamins and I've been taking my health more seriously, but also I've been taking care of myself more, which is huge. Like I, I no longer party all the time <laughs> like I used to back in my early 20s. So I'm getting a lot more sleep. I'm allowing my body the rest that it needs. And anytime I feel like I'm getting sick, I will just take a a nap if I need to because I really do believe sleep is major cures everything in my mind so I always just make sure I'm getting enough sleep enough rest and then I'm taking my multivitamins daily and then my dad makes a colloidal silver and so a few sprays of colloidal silver in the mouth up the nose that really helps as well I take a little bottle when I'm traveling but um, he's not selling that yet one day, I hope he will, because it's really amazing stuff and it's all natural. But if you want to check out First Form, go to diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash products. And I've been having, I think it just might be my internet here in Costa Rica because the internet sucks. <laughs> but um, if you have any trouble going to that link, you can just DM me on Instagram and I'll personally send you the link if you want to check out the multivitamins. And if you are in need and want and want something to keep you a little bit more healthy, then you can definitely check them out and get free shipping on your orders. 
Welcome to the More Than Just a Type podcast, a place where we explore what it takes to live your best life. I'm your host, Taja Cato, expert in type 1 diabetes and fat loss, entrepreneur, and lover of all things fitness and personal development. Each week, we'll bring you a tangible tool, tip, or insight that'll inspire you and empower you to take action, achieve your goals, and live your best life. But I'm really excited about this episode this morning, you guys, because I'm going to be answering some of your questions that came through, and they're all, some of them are personal and some of them are diabetes related. And one of them that came through that we're gonna talk about is someone asked me actually if I have moved to Costa Rica and I'll, I'll answer all of the questions, but it just got me thinking because honestly, like I've extended my trip for longer. I still don't have a return home yet, but for the first time, and this is something that I was hesitant to share just because I think my my ego mind when I think about it is th- thinks that I sh- I should be farther along than I am in my personal life and so I think we and I think everyone might be kind of like this where you know even if if you're not doing <laughs> so good or something's going on in your life we always want to kind of share things that will boost our ego a little bit because we want to we we want to be where we want to be in life right and a lot of the time if we're not there yet we can kind of give off like a a perceived way of being that might not be totally authentic and I know that Instagram is is kind of like that to me Instagram is just full of ego and Instagram is great ego's not bad but I'm always posting stuff on Instagram where I'm not I'm just I'm posting in the moment right like I'm not really putting a lot of thought into what I'm posting if I feel something I'm going to post it and Often I I don't share negative things because I don't truly believe that anything is going to be super negative, even if it is a negative experience or a negative thing that's happening. I think all of these things can be turned into positives because we're learning these lessons that are going to help us grow throughout life. So even if it is something that feels negative in the moment, it's always going to help us and help you with your growth of becoming the person that you're meant to be. That's how I look at it. But I I also am aware that there's a lot of ups and downs and you might already know that I'm in the process of writing a book and I know I haven't really said a lot of what this book is about. It's really a book about if I had to piece it together right now, a book about awareness and just how awareness is so important and inside of the book there's a lot of really real raw and relatable stories about my personal life that will help you to see things in a different light and just motivate and inspire you to really take the reins of your own life and live up to your full potential and live life without having regrets. And some of it does have to do with fitness because fitness has been a really large part of my own life. So there are going to be some key takeaways from this book in a lot of different areas. But I can't really put my finger on the exact um, the exact essence of what it's about. This is just kind of what I've I'm taking away of what what I've written so far. So I'm really excited about it. 
And I also just wanted to say too that so many things in our lives that you see, it's just all a highlight reel. And there's so much more going on behind the scenes in every single person's life. And I think it's that's just part of life. And when I think that's why social media can often be a little bit inauthentic. And before we jump into today's Q&A episode, have you subscribed to this podcast yet? If not, please take a second to subscribe so you don't miss out on future episodes and weekly content. And if you enjoy this episode, please leave me a five-star review and let me know what you enjoy most about this episode or listening to this podcast because when you take the time to do that and it only takes a couple seconds, it will help other people find this podcast. So thank you so much in advance for your support of this show. So the first question that I have is from Jackson and he says, is it wrong to have a sick day from work after fighting a reading of 1.9 millimoles per liter or 34.2 milligrams per deciliter all night. So Jackson, I don't think that's wrong at all. I don't think that anything is wrong or right. I think that if you feel beat up, which you probably do, you probably didn't sleep at all, then taking a sick day is totally fine. And I think that for, I mean, I personally, I've, I don't think I've ever taken a sick day from diabetes, but I probably should have just because I've got like in the past when I had a, a corporate job, I would go to work with no sleep, feeling like a pile of shit and nobody to understand why, you know, like it, it's just so unrelatable. And I think taking care of yourself first and foremost, before anything else is the most important thing that you can do. Because if you're feeling like you need a day to just rest and recover, then you're going to go back to work feeling 110 times more productive. And I think that if that's what you need to do, then that's what you should do. Because nothing is going to be more important than yourself because how you are feeling is going to really translate into everything that you are doing. So if you take a sick day, go for it. I fully support you and I am sure that everyone else does. And if they don't, then they don't understand and it doesn't matter. Next question is from Austin and he says, how many years have you had diabetes for? I just hit my 10 year mark. Amazing, Austin. I have had type one for... 20 years. So my diversary is in June or July. I think it's in June. I don't know the exact date, but we are 20, just over 20 years with type one. Next question is from Ryan. And he says, how do you keep your blood sugars in range during your workouts? What level do you try to start at? So my, I, since I got the insulin pump, it's helped me a lot with this because with the tandem pump, and your Dexcom, they work together, and your pump will automatically suspend if your blood sugar is dropping. And with the new Control IQ, it will inject, it will give you a correction if your blood sugar is going up. So the pump itself has really helped me manage my T1D because you're able to really adjust your basal rates ahead of time for your exercise. But in addition to that, really making sure that I am thinking ahead. And if I'm, say, walking to the gym, I will make sure that I'm suspending my basal or giving myself a lesser dose on my pump during that time because I know that 
aerobic activity is going to drop my sugars. And then if I'm strength training anaerobic, I usually will increase my sugars. And so knowing this really does help me. So I would say, you know, knowing how your body is affected by training different kinds of exercise is going to be so beneficial. But I generally try to keep my sugars between 100 milligrams per deciliter and 130 milligrams per deciliter for exercise. But depending on the type of exercise I'm doing, if I'm doing strength training, then I try to keep my sugars like if I go into a workout at like 110 milligrams per deciliter or even 100 I'm good. Sometimes 80 even. If I'm 80 milligrams per deciliter, I'm usually going to be okay. But I can often feel my body dropping before I get low. So if I'm if I'm 80 and I, or I'm 100 and I'm feeling a bit off, then I'll take a glucose tablet or something just to bring it up a little bit. Or, you know, strength training in general can increase your sugars. So that's uh, just an important thing to remember because it does for me. But if I'm going, if I'm doing cardio, then I would not do my cardio at 100 milligrams per deciliter. I would try to keep it a little bit higher because cardio really makes my sugars drop. So if I'm doing cardio, I would prefer to start around 130. And I also would suspend my pump. So making sure that I don't have any basal on board or any insulin on board because I'm going to be dropping. So that's kind of how I manage it in a nutshell. Carrie says, do you get nervous when your blood sugars are low? So I, do I get nervous? That's such a good question. I don't, I guess sometimes I do. I would be lying if I said that I didn't because I, I think it goes mostly for how I'm feeling. Sometimes I could be low and dropping and I could feel like I'm about to pass out and that is scary for me. So, But other than that, if I'm dropping and I don't have that body reaction, I don't get as nervous because I... I just, my body, I find just with the little amount of correction, so if I take a little bit of sugar, a little bit of glucose, a little sip of juice, whatever I need, it corrects it enough where, and it's weird, this might sound totally weird, but even if I have like a small amount of sugar, like the other day I was at the beach and I was dropping and I felt totally exhausted in an instant. And I, I told my mom, I'm like, my blood sugar is going low. And I had this really gross thing that I grabbed from her fridge. It was like this guanabana jam. So it's a fruit, but it's really sugary. And it's in this, and I grabbed it because it has this little screw on cap. So you can just squeeze out a tiny bit. And I took like it's probably a tablespoon maybe not even I just took a little bit and a, a couple of seconds later I felt better but my blood sugar still said that I was dropping a little bit but I was like nope I'm gonna wait it out and then it it leveled out at 80 so I think I more so go off of how my body's feeling and I know this is a really long response to your question but I don't always get nervous when I'm low it really depends if I'm getting that body reaction to wherever my blood sugar is at the next question is from Meg, and she says, are you living in Costa Rica right now? So I'm not living in Costa Rica. I My mom lives in Costa Rica, so I feel like I've been visiting here quite a lot, which is amazing to be able to travel and visit family. But I also feel like lately I have had, I'm just going through, and maybe I'm still in my Saturn return, 
But right now, and I'm just being totally honest with you, I kind of feel like I have no direction in my life. I feel like I've been kind of just figuring life out and trying to figure out what I'm supposed to be doing and what my purpose is. And I've been really in this weird spot in my life right now, which might make it seem like I'm in Costa Rica or living here, but I'm not actually. I know that I need to get back to California, but being in Costa Rica kind of just gives me that time and space to really think about things and do my work and kind of reflect a little bit more without the hustle and bustle of the city all around you. So It's kind of been nice, but I am going to be back in California pretty soon. But it also got me thinking about how we wrap ourselves up in our thoughts. Like I personally, this is something that I've been really trying to work on, just staying in the present moment because so often we can be thinking too far ahead and what we need to do in order to get to where we want to be and the next step and we're always planning and it's good to have a plan but it can also make it difficult because when we're thinking so constant in the future we're not in the present moment and that can cause a lot of anxiety and a lot of stress because we are never where or we never feel like we're where we need to be yet. So we're always striving for something instead of just sitting in the present. And the present moment is where you need to be because that is your purpose right now. Everything that's going on right now in your life is all what you need in order to get to where you want to be, in order to move forward and just create the future that you want but it's so hard to do that so I wanted to share that and it also makes me think because the other day I was at the beach with my mom and for those of you guys who don't know my mom is a psychic so she does a lot of tarot card readings but it's kind of cool because in the community that she lives in there's a lot of her readings are done online but inside the community things are starting to pick up and businesses starting to pick up because and it took about a year because the first person that came to see her she didn't want to believe anything that my mom had to say like one thing was that the the woman's son was going to be moving and she was like no that's not going to happen my son it like owns a business here in Costa Rica he's really successful why would he move like that's definitely not going to happen And there were some other things. And then a year later, guess what? Her son moved to California. So she started telling the community, like, this woman is amazing. You have to see her. And so it's all kind of picked up with word of mouth. And there are some things that my mom has told me in the past that have definitely come true that I didn't believe at first. Like one of them being my boyfriend, because at the job that I worked at, I I didn't work with anyone who I would ever date like they were all older men married men like just no one dateable in my mind for me but she was like no you're gonna meet someone at work and you're gonna date him and I was like so disgusted by it and then the company that I worked at merged with another company and that's when I met my boyfriend but sometimes when you're feeling stuck and you just don't really know where to turn a lot of the time people will come to my mom for tarot counseling and it can be very helpful. But what I believe about psychics is that 
your future is never set in stone. So things are constantly changing. And when you do get the information from a psychic, it it, it could change. So knowing the truth is never the truth because you have the ability to change the truth if you want to. So I don't, I believe that it's not something you take for granted, but you take it as means of more awareness of where your future is headed so that you have the ability to change the direction of your path and, and the outcome, if that makes sense. So I'm sitting at the beach with my mom the other day and she was pulling some cards on my book and she said that she's like, you are feeling stuck right now. Like there's some block that's going on and you are not going to get this book published right away. Like the book is publishable, but it's not going to happen right away. And in my mind, I'm like, no, I need the book to be out right now. Um, but there there are some blocks. So she is right about that because when I think of self-publishing a book, I think of all of the things that I need to do and everything that that entails. And it causes a lot of overwhelm for me. So I think the overwhelm is my biggest block right now. And I was a little bit bummed when she told me, but I then turned that into just a knowing of becoming aware so that I can change the outcome. So I know that there's a block. I know because of where I am right now, that block is going to cause me potentially to not publish this book for quite some time. But just knowing that allows me to change that outcome. So I know what to focus on. So if you are currently feeling stuck anywhere in your life, just know that your future is not set in stone. And if you ever are interested in tarot counseling, I will link to my mom's info in the show notes. She's pretty affordable and I've been telling her to raise her rates because she could charge a lot more than what she does, but um, it's, it's really cool if you're into that kind of stuff. So I'll link to her information in the show notes if you're interested. And hopefully I can visit Costa Rica again shortly because my mom does live here. So if you've never been, it is a beautiful place to be. So that is it for today, you guys. That is a wrap, Ola, on that. But if you guys ever have any questions, just send me a DM and I just love connecting with you. So it's not weird if you send me a message. I hope that this episode today was inspiring in some way. And if it was, just leave me a quick review and let me know what you enjoyed most. All right, I will talk to you guys same time next week. Have an amazing rest of your week. Bye for now.